Hey everyone, welcome to a new Stigmas and Open Wounds. I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. Eric's a little tired this morning. A little bit. A yeah. Little bit. Well, so th- I just want to let you guys know this is our season two finale. Ooh. We made it. So there is going to be a season three for anybody who was wondering. And season three is going to be a little bit different. Not much, but it's going to be a little bit different. We'll talk just a little bit about that, but we'll talk a little bit more when season three comes. But uh, but yeah, so anybody who does like this, don't worry. It's not going to change so much. But anybody who who wants a little bit of a change, don't worry. That's also coming. But uh, but it's not going to change so much that you're not going to want to listen, hopefully. And I'm super, super excited. I am about the very changes. excited about so the, the changes. We, we, we really haven't figured it all out yet, but the bl- plans we have right now are super, super exciting, at least for me. And yeah, they're. I would say they're they're very exciting for me. I mean, for for the most part, what I would say is in season two, I'm very excited about how much I would say we opened up a lot more. In season two, then we opened up in season one. I mean, I I did do some opening up in season one. You know, we had that open or that we had that that episode about where I talked about cutting, and you can't really talk about that without being open, <laughs> obviously. But we really, we really both opened up in season two. Like we say, um, we we say that if you want to learn about us, just listen to our podcast. But I would say even in season three. It's really even more going to be shifted towards towards my life, towards your life, and I'm I'm very excited about that that shift. And um, but it's not going to be so much where you're just going to be like, are we just going to hear about your life? And it's it's not, but it's more going to be about what a neurodivergence life is is going to be or is about. But there's it's still going to have the content of what we what we have now. But it's it's going to really just focus on on what our what the life is and but you yeah you weren't supposed to tell him what it was going to be about because we haven't hashed out the full plan. Well, for like what I it's said, going to be about, but yeah, but that's, that's along the baseline of what we're. That's thinking, kind right. of the baseline, but it's not it's not even fully. But like I said, you're gonna you're gonna hear us open up even more so, and I'm I'm just very excited about that because I really do like honestly I like opening up because I think people the more that people like us open up, the more that we can start a dialogue. And that's what I'm excited about. So like I said, we we really don't have the entire thing hashed out, but you're just going to hear us open up more is really what it is. Yeah. And it allows us to, to talk a little bit about some of the other exciting things that are happening in our life that don't like maybe maybe our listeners don't under, don't realize this, but there's more to our life than just struggling with Tracy's uh, mental illnesses. Right. <laughs> so, well, and- like we, we talk about the traveling all the time. and. Over the break between season two and season three, part of the reason I stretched season two out a little bit, in case you didn't notice, is that over the break, we have a a vacation going on. So it's going to be very nice. So you're actually going to hear this time about our vacation. We're going to do an episode about that. Mm. So more people are going to hear about about those vacations. I told Eric, I said, each night we're actually going to do a little bit of a, a diary, each of us, so that we can put that into an episode. Mm. So I think that's just very exciting because not everybody gets to or wants to go on these vacations. And maybe this will make people understand 
how cool some of these places are and and why you would want to go to some of these places. And uh, and I think that's that's pretty cool because I mean, I think back to some of these these places that I've been to. Like recently, I was thinking about when when we were in Portugal. In one of the places we stayed, just reminded me of a Hobbit house where it had brick flooring, and mm. I accidentally ran the the hair dryer while something else was running. Eric had his his computer plugged in, and I I knocked out the electricity. So then he had to walk out in the hallway, and <laughs> and and he found where the 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 thing breaker to turn box. the breaker box. Thank yeah. you. And and he was in his boxers, and he's like. Well, I met our neighbor, and I was in my boxers, <laughs> and luckily Eric's just got that very nonchalant attitude. <laughs> I'm just laughing, but I just remember that house just reminded me of a cute little Hobbit house, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because it was it was kind of a house apartment type, and it just just those little experiences are just just fun, and I think being able to tell people about that. Is, is kind of cool. So, you know, we can tell our struggles, but then we can tell about things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be really fun. It'll be a more of a full scope thing. Exactly. Exactly. Where, where you get the bad and the good and everything in between. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. And we can talk about how recently we started going ghost hunting and and uh <laughs> and everybody's and like everybody's like unsubscribe they're like, yeah they're like ghost hunting <laughs> no but it's it's great because eric has some high school friends that we reconnected with and he was always part of this group where it was kind of like i, I call it like if you ever watched rudolph which many people have and they have the island of misfit toys they were always the misfit groups in 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 high school where if you didn't belong you just kind of went to this group and and I, I recently told his mom, I said, I don't know if you realize, but Eric did a very good job in high school making friends because they are they have just such good heads on their shoulders because, yeah, you hear ghost hunting and it sounds ridiculous, but one of these friends is a mental health specialist. One of these friends, she works at, um, oh, where does... The Salvation, the Salvation Army. Army, yeah, and she has a son who is now bipolar, ADHD, and she, you know, she took the time to really, really stay home with him and understand him. And I mean, all these people, you know, I get to act myself around them, and I'm loving it. And and I think that's what's really important is when you get to find these people that you can be yourself around. And I can say, like recently this weekend, I was supposed to go hiking, and I said I my migraine didn't didn't clear up and then eric told him and then the one girl was like i had a three-month migraine one time and it makes me feel good because she didn't just say migraine you know she just said i had a three-month migraine one time so she understood Mm -hmm. so it's just it's just really interesting when you can find you know your your groups of people so so it'll be really fun if we can start talking about stuff like that definitely so but on to the end yeah, of the I was, fir- first was, season rather than forecasting to, the third season or the yeah. second season. Whatever. The third. I, I'm like, oh, my brain's not working right, yeah. like, apparently. <laughs> like so. I said, Eric's tired today. Usually I'm the, the tired <laughs> one. So we're just going to look back at some of the the episodes of of this past season and see if we want to touch touch on any of them and the first one that we made a fatal flaw on forgetting something was the last episode that we we talked about with the pets 
we completely forgot to mention one of our favorite dogs that we have met. And actually, now something just else popped into my head. Did we mention Spooks? Oh that? my goodness, we never mentioned Spooks. She was the best cat. We actually have a picture of Spooks in our bedroom. <laughs> so this is kind of a prelude to the the uh, the travel stuff because mo- both of these both of these were were pets that we met on on travels. So because we, whenever we are away from our cats, we end up meeting pets like dogs and stuff so like in south america there tends to be a lot of dogs around and our the first cat that we ever met was in on our honeymoon Mm -hmm. so if you want to talk about do you want to talk about spooks since you brought her up well spooks was so spooks was just a we were staying at a resort. We were on an island called St. Eustatius, which is in the Caribbean, small island. Yep, you um, have to go to St. Martin in order to go. Yeah, to- it's so small that they don't fly directly from the U.S. or anything to get there. And 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 another ironic story with that one is, is that <laughs> when we were going through customs at St. Martin, the per- the customs agent looked at our our paperwork or whatever and said, "Oh, you're going to be in in uh in St. Eustatius for seven days," and we're like, "Yeah." And he's like, well, we'll see you back here in two. Yeah, because he, we were in our 20s at the time, and it was right around spring break time. So I think he thought that we were young and wanted a party. Yeah. And, and we're just, you know, we're just a laid back couple, and we wanted to explore the island and have a nice honeymoon. And yeah. Yes, and we did not wind, back, wind up back on St. Martin until no. we were ready to fly home. And and I had no, no intention of ever going back to nope. St. Martin. But... The story of Spooks is is that on a resort, the resort basically had like a little sitting area, and I can't remember did it. It probably had like a swimming pool. There was a yeah. swimming pool because I remember Scotty cleaning it every morning and singing. <laughs> and we would go down at night when we got back at the end of the night. We'd go down and we'd sit there, and there was like a little self serve bar, so you just got yourself a beer and, and wrote down, down what you, what, what you yep. drank. So we would sit down, have a beer. And every night that we went out there, there was a black cat that would come and hang out with us while we were sitting there. And um, the the guy that ran our resort called it called the cat Blackie, yeah, which we, we thought was really dumb. We didn't actually <laughs> find this out until the last day that he called it Blackie. Yeah. But otherwise, we would have called it Blackie. But we called it Spooks because I just thought that was a really rad name for it i don't know it's and and so this cat would just come hang out with us for forever and just sit around on the couch while we sat out and had our beer and did whatever we were doing before we went to bed and it was like clockwork every night yep. i mean if we went down there and spooks didn't pop his head out we would be like what's going on here so and and then i remember on the, on the last the i think one of the last nights we <laughs> the were the very there, last night the very last night that we were there, Tracy said, oh, Spooks, do you want to come back to the United States with us? And Spooks just, his head popped up and he just took off running, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, she, she just, she did not want to come back to the States with us. I said, Spooks, do you want to come with us back to the States? And she just ran. <laughs> and the funny thing, too, is she was missing the tip of her ear. And we found out the next morning when we talked to Scotty, the guy who ran the, the resort, he said... Was yes, she got in a fight with a with a, a rooster. rooster. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the other perk of our, our resort was every morning we woke up to the roosters is it yeah. crowing or something. And I hated it. But made. then the last morning I was like, oh, I'm gonna miss these guys. <laughs> so so yeah, that was one of the glorious pets on uh on a trip. You wanna talk about hippie? Yeah, so 
One of the the most recent ones, we went to Ecuador this past year. No, last year doesn't really matter. And and uh and at one of our hotels, a bunch of us stayed. We were kind of on a tour group and a bunch of us stayed in the same hotel and one girl stayed across and we were going to go to a lagoon hike. And the night before we all kind of went out for a little smoke and this dog came and was was smoking with us. I don't know if you remember that that hippie was actually out there smoking with us. Like he just liked that that uh that hotel. And and I was like, oh what a sweet dog. And then that morning when we were gonna go on the lagoon hike, he was there. So he walked with us to the lagoon and walked down. And then all of a sudden we ended up meeting up with another dog who I eventually named Kamikaze. Now the reason I named Hippie Hippie is because he had this little <laughs> mat and it looked like a dreadlock. So I said, he's, he's a hippie. <laughs> and Kamikaze, he would all of a sudden disappear. And then he'd be on the highest peak. And I'm like, you are going to hurt yourself. You're a Kamikaze dog. And then all of a sudden he'd come back down and be like, what the heck, dog? But he he wasn't biased at the end. But when we climbed up from the, the lagoon, it was such a steep hike. And I was getting tired. It was getting rainy. And so then Hippie would would hike up with Eric and they'd get a little bit higher up. So then Eric would sit down with, with, or with Hippie. And then all of a sudden they'd see me and Hippie apparently would get so excited. <laughs> and, and, then, and then that would make me excited because I'd see this dog get so excited for me. Mm-hmm. And really, everybody who was on that hike, I think I don't. Remember, I don't think Tina was on that hike. It was just you, me, and another couple. Yeah. But we would all take pictures with this dog. We were all, and then we were all talking about how we were going to buy him food after. I think we ended up only getting crackers, but then like the other couple was going to get him sausages. Mm. And I mean, we were all just so enthralled with this dog. And I know that that. Your your father in law was like, well, that's why he's hiking with you because he's going to get food. Like, I don't care. He made the hike so much better. I mean, without him, I would have died. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, after after recording last week, we're like, dang it, we forgot to talk about Hippie because <laughs> that was one of our best dogs ever. I mean, and and I'm not even joking. If I could have brought him home, I would have brought him home. He definitely like, would have needed a bath, but <laughs> yeah, and we would have had to give him a new dreadlock. But but yeah, I I loved that dog so so much. Not even joking. And and it just goes to show, like, so in both situations that we're talking about here, these if there had not been that pet. These still would have been extraordinary, the, extraordinary right. um, experiences in our lives, but but those those two pets made they those made, so much better. Mm-hmm. And and the funny thing is, is you can't talk about the lagoon without, without t- bringing up hippie, yeah. And you can't talk about Saint Eustatius without bringing up, right. up uh, spooks, spooks, yeah, yeah. It's I mean I I kind of it was kind of jokingly, but it was kind of because because spooks was such a big heart i put a little picture of spooks in our room because it's like it was like spooks became our pet and i really should put a picture of hippie in our room because hippie was just such a sweetheart i loved hippie and and this reiterates one of the biggest things i think i've really really come to 
come to truly, truly understand in the past year, and that's that that it is the most insignificant thing that makes a memory great. It's true. You know, it is very true. And that's why when we go on vacations now, we don't always try to do the biggest things. We just try to enjoy little things. Like we're like one of the last trips that we did, like Guatemala, we're like, where do we get the best lemonade? Mm-hmm. I love that now. Yeah. And and that's the thing. And those are the things that you're going to remember. It's going to be such insequential, simple almost dumb things that stick with you. Like, like we will never forget spooks, mm-hmm. you, you know, and we, I mean, it's, it's been, been, what, it's been what, 13, 13 years since we've been to St. Eustatius and spooks. We still have a picture of spooks down on our, on our table for God's sake. Yeah. So our cats try to knock it over out of jealousy, <laughs> but you so, know. and, and yeah, it's just been, that's just a big, big eye opener. And it, and it goes back to the point of, of like, so, yeah, a lot of our really, really good stories come from traveling internationally. But, but you they don't could, have to. But they could have just as easily happened right here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's those things that make it memorable. Right. It's hippie. It's spooks. It's whatever. Right. Whatever little thing happens on a trip yep. that, that just always sticks with you. Yep. You know? Yeah. So... So now I'll go through a couple other episodes, and now this one, this one's going to be a little bit sadder. <laughs> so one of the earlier episodes we talked about this season, in season or in episode two, we talked about it's called "What is this thing called depression?" And this one's important to talk about because it turns out that I had no idea that I was suffering from depression at some point this year, and who knows, maybe, maybe at that point I was actually suffering from depression, hmm. but. Uh, but I actually, I don't know if you remember, but I, there was a point where all of a sudden I was like, shit, Eric, I'm depressed and I don't know, you know, what to do. Or, well, I mean, I knew what to do, but, but there just became a point where I was like, I don't know the last time I was happy. And I had to go to my doctor and just be like, so here's the thing, you know, we need to do something. And now I'm actually just really, really pretty, pretty happy at a, on a, uh, I was going to say a significant basis, but a, a regular basis, and uh, and that's that's really important to to mention because because you know here I am, and I'm thinking that I'm at one of the best points of my life, and all of a sudden I'm just like, well, I'm depressed. How did this happen? And I think that's that's important to know because you can just get depressed whenever for whatever reason. And you know, I don't know why I got depressed. It just happened. I mean, I'm bipolar. These things happen. And I it might have just been building for a while. So I think that's just something to know that, you know, we can all get depressed. We're all victims. It it happens. It can it can happen to all of us. And we just need to we need to keep an eye on that. And we're not we're not weak because of that. And so so yeah. And and if you're wondering, I'm doing a lot better now. And uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I still have days. I mean, recently I was just like, oh, this isn't a great day. But yeah, for the most part, I'm doing so much better. And and, it, and the winter, you know, we'll we'll see. Right now, I'm I haven't had the winter blues yet. So hey. And it's it's really kind of a frightening thing to realize that that how many people out there are experience exactly that where they are depressed and they don't just don't even realize it because right cuz it took me a while to realize it's just their normal you know yeah. like like they don't really know 
what or they've forgotten what it <laughs> feels like to be happy. Right. Well, so they and, don't even realize how depressed they truly are. Well, it, and it's it's interesting because you brought up something last night where even my happy might even be lower than somebody else's, like and my I'm regular. Sure, and I'm sure it is. And I think know? I think that my that I probably I think I do have some days where I'm just extremely high and it probably matches somebody's high. But I think my normal normal good days are probably just lower than than somebody's good days. And that's fine. I just might run lower than somebody and and that's fine. You just need to know where where you where you run and need to know what's an acceptable level for you. But honestly right now I'm I'm perfectly perfectly cool with where I'm at. I'm happy. And uh and yeah, I'm I'm actually just very happy with where I'm at. I'm I'm very happy. Yeah. I'm right. I'm and everything we just talked about, it always. Yeah, I have to. I have to go back to my childhood and think of. Um, there's there's a song by Nirvana called "Dumb." Uh, oh, and, I love that song. And, <laughs> it, it's so the words in it are so perfect. Right, in the words, one of the main lines in the song is, "I think I'm dumb, or maybe just happy." Right, and obviously that's him struggling with the concept that mm-hmm. he being happy to him was so foreign. Right. He didn't know if he was just being really stupid or any or he was having the idea that wait a minute, maybe this is just what happy is. Right. You know? And and that's really 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 scary that that can happen to a person. Right. Because, you know, how do you fix something that you don't even realize is wrong with you and it it's obviously going to affect you. Right. And like you said, you now realize how depressed you were back then. So that was affecting you even though you weren't even that sure that you were depressed. Right. Well, and I've had some days where I'm like really happy and I'm like, "Oh man, I'm like really happy today. This is weird." You know, and it's it is it is really weird, you know, and and it's 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 kind of weird that I almost have to have those days. But that's that's just my life, and you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just kind of what I've come to come to deal with, I guess. Because that's that's what I've come to deal with with my migraines. Like, ooh, I'm having a a good day today. So, mm-hmm. you know, we all have our we all have our things that we that we've learned to adjust with. So, so yeah, because because like I know I know like we've talked about. It's Maya Bialik who played Blossom and obviously a bunch of other characters. She said she runs lower than everybody else, but she just knows where she runs. Yeah, and I think I I think that people are going to have that issue mm-hmm. where your where your spirits are just going to be lower than maybe right. some other people's spirits. But I think it, being able to tell that and know exactly. that may, puts you miles ahead of everybody exactly. else because it's- because if you get more sensitive about something you understand, then you understand why, why. why you're being mm-hmm. more sensitive than other people because of well my mood is just that much lower than the average person right and it just it kind of goes with the whole neurodivergent thing we're not all the same so we're not all going to feel things at the same level and so so yeah now we're going to hop to to episode four you said that was your favorite episode self-acceptance how happy are you do you, yeah. Do you know why you said that was your favorite one? You said this was one of your favorites. You have another favorite, but yeah, I mean, I mean, just the general topic of it is is like like reflecting yeah, on to- how happy you are because I think that a lot of people in the world they don't they don't ever take that time to reflect on that and figure mm-hmm. out you know 
am I really happy? Where am I at? What can I do to make myself more happy? Because yeah, it kind of goes along with what we were just talking about, really. Yeah, it really does. And and I think that people need to take the time. And I would argue that taking the time to figure out what makes you happy is probably one of the most important things you can do in your life. And, yeah. you know, everybody that's, puts... I, that's kind of what life is about. You need to be happy. You have one... You have one life, I mean, arguably one physical life here. Right. And and other than you being happy, what is the purpose of your life? Right. That's what I figured. I mean, really, figure. really reflect on it and think about it. What it you're, you're going to be gone eventually. Mm-hmm. Everybody that knows you is going to be gone eventually. So, I mean, why not make the best of what you got? That's what and, I figure. And the best way to do that, and I think most people spend most of their life trying to fight to become more successful and in, in stuff like that to get that happiness. And I, another thing that I think I've learned in the past year is that those two things are not interconnected whatsoever. Your happiness is completely separate from, from any status you have in life. You know, there are people that are extremely, extremely successful at the top of their game and are horrifically unhappy. I mean, just look at, I mean, well, we we brought up Nirvana before, Kurt Mm -hmm. Cobain. Obviously, could Kurt Cobain have reached any higher level of success than he did? Right, and that didn't make him happy. I mean- That actually might have made him more upset. Actually, a good example is Heath Ledger. He said he never wanted to be a big success, and then he became a big success, and then what happened to him? He became a drug addict, (laughs) you know, and- and and I mean, there the, the Chester Bennington of Lincoln Park. Yes, I mean, that was you so could, sad. You couldn't have had a better life. Chris Cornell of Soundgarden or Velvet right. Revolver or whatever the other band becomes, he was in. But then it all becomes. I don't think it, he was in no Audio Slave. That's yeah. what he was in. But it all it all depends on what you say is a success. Mm-hmm. They might not consider it a success. You know, you asked me the other day. Do you consider yourself rich or when do you consider yourself rich? And I said, well, I consider myself rich right now because I'm the happiest I've been. But then other people say I don't consider myself rich because I know somebody richer in terms of money than right. me. And, so, And I think that's a huge part of, of reshaping everybody's mind because I think everybody, if they took the focus off of off of success and the things that mm-hmm. we we as a society measure as being successful – if we stopped worrying about that and worried more about our just individual happiness, everybody would be much happier. So, yeah. Now, one of the other ones uh, we have on here is the stigma against traveling. I think we were kind of talking about traveling already. Yeah, and I so mean, I'll, I was going to say, I picked that one too as well, and I picked that one just because. I mean, I think that traveling is probably the most underappreciated thing that people have have out there in the world personally, like people are constantly are making excuses for why they can't travel right personally i think it's one of the best ways to learn i think that's one of the biggest ways that i have learned in the past how many years uh it's the ways that i've learned how to change some of the ways that i've lived grow right it's just everything I, I mean so many things positive come from mm-hmm. s- just just the act of seeing the way the rest of the world lives yeah 
is is so powerful and especially mm-hmm. if you get the opportunity to talk to those people and yeah. really really learn that's, that's my favorite thing honestly one of my most favorite things is not even when we go to some of the big things it's just when we slow down and when we watch the culture mm. so that's my favorite thing is right. is taking in the culture because i just want to see the people and you know when i say i want to eat the food so that i can take in the culture that's part of it but when I just want to see see them make the tortillas, and that, that's so much fun too, <laughs> watching them make the tortillas. But but just watching them in in their culture is just the greatest thing. That episode, I I just think that if anybody that is would pick up this podcast and know me and say which episode should I listen to, that's one of the first episodes I would refer them to, just because I think that. A traveling is under misunderstood. People think think it's so expensive, blah blah blah, that it's out of the reach of most people. And it, I I can right. almost assure you that it is not. Maybe the amount that we travel is not feasible for people, but there is no reason why anybody out there cannot take at least one trip a year if they are committed and want to do that. Oh, absolutely. And and then the other part of it is too is is that. Another big thing I've learned, and this has probably been in the last two years, but but um, you always think that when any when anybody travels, when they first start traveling, they think it's all about seeing sights, and right? That, and and it's all about we've changed how we've yeah traveled because we've learned that it's not all about that. It's, obviously, there's some sites that you're like, yeah, yeah I got to see this, but no. And there's some sites you want to see, and I'm not telling anybody not to go see things because right. I've seen some cool stuff. Like, like I mean, was it in Cartagena when we went to the pink the pink river or lake or whatever, oh, yeah, remember? Yeah, that it was like, all that was, I mean, well, where else are you going to see that? Where are you going to sit in a volcano and, and, I don't know, just get gross? But, but it was yeah. cool. I mean- it was an experience. Right, right. But when it all comes down to it, just being there. Just being there seeing was. Seeing the people, mm-hmm. seeing how they live, seeing the difference between their society and our society. To me, that's much bigger. Right. Than- just, just actually watching somebody rebuild a house and seeing them hoisted up with with like a pulley and and rope instead of actually using machinery and say, you know what, they're actually using their own force instead of, you know, being, I don't want to say lazy, but they do things different there. And it's fun watching that. Yeah. And, and I didn't do this on our upcoming trip because I've just been so busy, but like on our previous trips, like to Guatemala and Portugal, I actually went out and actively like listened to podcasts with people that travel to, 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 to learn about some of the things they think are great to go see in those places. And one of the things I learned is, is that it seems to me that people that travel a lot, Mm -hmm. they develop that I call it it's slow travel mentality where you're more about just right. experiencing the place rather than worrying about what see, five viewpoints you need to see. Right, in this and co- that's and that's what country. I always kind of had and based uh, as opposed to you. It seemed like right, and and the big thing is is that um, I've realized with that that okay, so this is not just us being weird. Mm-hmm. A lot of people enjoy this kind of travel, and. I've also realized that by doing this kind of travel, it's been 
that even makes your traveling cheaper. That Be- does make sense because you're not booking because, because trips. Yeah, yeah, because like tours are not cheap and, God, and no. to travel all in all over an entire country mm-hmm. is great. It is is expensive, but but I mean, like we've gone to large cities. Like uh, the number one uh, one I always think of is like Quito. Yeah, and Quito, like well, we when- looked up and found the five best neighborhoods in Quito. That was so much fun, and we just jumped. We spent three days in one neighborhood, three days mm-hmm. in another neighborhood, three days in another neighborhood, and that was so much fun because it felt like you were in three different places, right? Because you got to experience completely different, right? Because Quito is so big, so you, you, right. We really got to experience the different different areas of Quito, and and yeah, yeah, and and that's just it's. It, it, it it's an experience that you can never replace and like it really is like when we were in bogota and we went to uh the the big park it was like the central park of bogota and this park was huge but it was amazing just to see oh the because people yeah. would come out into this park oh on God. the weekend and they would pitch their tent and they would spend the entire day there with their kids just hanging out in the park and I'm like yeah this is the most incredible thing I ever seen and yeah. most people probably wouldn't even think to go to that because they're too busy needing to hike up this certain right. peak right or and like whatever. next time we go to Bogota I want to do that instead of hiking somewhere mm-hmm. instead of taking the train which we never did but like there's a there's like a little tram or whatever that you can take up to the mountains, you know, and mm-hmm. like, I'd rather go to the park and pitch yeah. a tent. <laughs> I mean, so it's just like traveling is so misunderstood. And I think mm-hmm. that I think a huge part of it is, is that I think a lot of people are just intimidated by it because it is work to put together a trip. It is. It's scary. But yeah, and it it's, is just well, scary. It's scary, to, you know. You at take the pr- prospect of going to another country and stuff like that. But but it's so it's rewarding. so worth it. It's so worth it. And I think that anybody that hasn't tried it once has to try it. Now, mm-hmm. I will fully, fully agree that there are people out there that probably will not like traveling because yeah. there's people that out there that don't like. Everything, right? No, I it's, mean, not ev- one person doesn't like everything. It kind of goes there, along. There's with, always somebody that dislikes some something. It goes along with how we say with reading, you have to find the right book, and then you'll mm-hmm. then you like reading. And you know, because for me, when once I found the right book series, and then I got into reading, and I just couldn't stop. Well, once you find the right place to visit, you know. We really love South America. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, there's there's places in Europe that I would go back to. Like Portugal was great, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I would easily go to Spain. It's just I don't like the whole jet lag. <laughs> but, Massive jet lag. Oh, so. God, that was horrible. I would do it, but I love South America. But anyway... So let's let's go on to the next one because we could talk up. Yeah, we could talk. Episode. I can talk traveling all, for the rest of our lives. So. so we both also really liked the whole living the whole life or living your own life, obviously. Um, and if we have anything else to talk, I don't know if we have anything to touch on to add to that one. But yeah, I mean, again, we just both really living your own life. So basically, is that an episode we did about basically just doing what's right for you mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. And and again, like I feel like in the last year or two years, my 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 focus on life has changed a lot and has really pushed towards that where it's I it's don't, not about 
I, I don't, I feel like for the first 38 years of my life, I was chasing something. And now I've just stopped chasing that thing and just am content with yeah. that, hey, looking around at my life and saying, these are the things that are cool. Exactly. And I'm going to do more of that. Exactly. And yeah. I've always tried to do a lot of things. Like, I didn't want to do the popular thing. But in the same sense, I always did a lot of things that society wanted me to do because that's just what you do. And, and, and now I really don't want to do what society wants well, me to see, do. Well, see, no, but I want to be clear with that because that's just us. We're, yeah. we're like rebels. We have our own way and stuff like that. If you're very happy, don't don't not do something because everybody else well, is doing doing yeah, it. I but, mean, don't get me but wrong. Do, we don't still do something do. because everybody else is doing it. You yeah, know? Like I mean, if, it's it that, doesn't make you happy. Yeah, I mean, let's let's get this right. I mean, a lot of people are making podcasts, and we're making a podcast. So, so. right, right. So, I mean. But we're doing it because we enjoy doing yeah. it. And that's why that's why most people don't make it past episode three of a podcast and we're on what episode probably fifty three right uh, now? Probably something like something that. Yeah, at least. So I mean so it's not about not doing things that other people do. Yeah. But it's, it's about do is you do, can do, do things that everybody want. else is doing. Just do it because you want to do it yeah. and not because you think that's what you're supposed to do or you think because everybody else is doing it that it's going to make you happy because a little heads up there is a large amount of the population that is not happy yeah <laughs> so if well, you're that's... doing something because a lot of people are doing it to try and be happy chances are it's probably not going to work because mm -hmm. a lot of people are not happy so right yeah, I mean, and I did this for a lot of my life because I didn't know where I was going, you know, I didn't know. And and now I'm really trying to figure out my life and God, that's making me so much happier doing doing what I think I should do or what I want to do, I mean, and yeah, it's great. So just do it and I mean, and obviously within limits, keep yourself safe and mm -hmm. out of jail. And well, yeah, don't don't you should not violate laws, but but there are plenty of things that that I mean, when we were hiking this weekend, I ha I haven't even told Tracy this, but we were talking about it. Sounded like it sounded like one of the one of the girls I was hiking with. Her, they did a lot of roller skating for a period of time. Which oh my we, gosh, so we kind they really are perfect for us. <laughs> so we kind of got onto that that die trap of roller skating, and um, oh. and. And I talked about how we used to do it all the time mm -hmm. too. And, and did and they that, do the moonlight skate together? <laughs> no, because I don't think I don't think uh, I only think one of them really did it. So just stupid things like that. Like that's a lot of fun. And and people would look at us cross-eyed when we said we would do that once yeah. a week or something like that. You know, and in I mean, in my opinion, that's just a shame. It and, is. And. We do it anyways, but I think that that's something you have to build up to, to be yeah. able to do it. Because most people, because people their age don't do that, they just outrightly dismiss it. Right. And well, it's like when we were building the sandcastles on the beach, a lot of people would look at us and then we'd be like, I think that that one's jealous because <laughs> they don't have kids that they wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. But some people, I think, were looking at us weird and then the other half were looking at us like, oh man, they have balls. <laughs> so... Yeah. And I mean, so 
what when something is fun for you as a child, there's a pretty good chance that it's going to be a lot of fun for you as an adult. Yeah. So, well, I mean, think about that. I remember one thing I, that I very much remember is that we had a couple. We have some friends that have kids, and their their kids are very much grown now. But for the first first child, the first birthday, <laughs> he said he said Eliana would very much like play blocks. And when he said this, he meant Dan would very much like play blocks, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is just very funny because it's like when you have kids, you could say, "Well, this is what I would like," <laughs> but you know, so right, and and it's just an important thing to keep in mind that that like all of these things are still available to you, and think about like roller yeah. skating, like. I don't know about everybody else, but when I was a kid and I went roller skating, I think my parents probably would have given me the money to get in, and that's about it. Now, as an adult... I would take my kids, man. You could... Well, I don't think my mom ever took us roller skating, but maybe when we were... Oh, my mom took me. But... But either way, like, she, my mom would give us the money to get in, and that's pretty much about it. Now, as an adult... You can take you can go over and play all the video games you mm-hmm. want and I mean so it's even probably going to be a better experience now as an adult because you can do whatever you want you're not limited by mm-hmm. anything. So these are just things to think about where if there's something that made you really really happy when you were a kid maybe yeah. that's something to reinvestigate and see if it's something you yeah. should explore as an adult too. So it brings back that serotonin from being a kid, I promise you, it really does. But I do have something to add to another episode, it's boundaries. So when we were hiking with with our friends uh, one of the past weekends, I was actually talking to one of them about boundaries. She actually does some counseling, and um, and this was a very, very interesting one. Because she was, our, our friend, she was talking about how she has to work on boundaries, and I thought this is really interesting because as somebody who is, I feel like she's well established and and she, I feel like she's maybe higher up than I am and, and everything, that she still has to work on boundaries. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is really interesting for me. I'm like, we had a whole episode on boundaries and she has to work on boundaries. So she used to work at the jail by us. And she told me that she wanted some of the hard cases and uh, she she did some counseling and everything. And she was like, I would like some of the harder cases because I would like to work on boundaries and everything. And she had a guy who I think he did, he had some either, I believe it was rape. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he would do a lot of things to her, like he would make a lot of just comments, comments to yeah. her and and sh- so she had to work on boundaries with him and she's just like okay so if you continue to make any comments like physical comments to me or all, all of this then our sessions are over no more and and she's like when i was in that job i had to learn so many boundaries with him with all these other people and i thought this is impressive because you know she actually used this job to build up her boundaries. And I thought this is a really, really great idea for her because one, this is somebody who needed to build up boundaries who I thought, you know, she's, 
she's higher up, but everybody needs to build up boundaries at some point in their life. And then she actually figured out a way to build up boundaries. And I thought, wow, this is a really great technique for her. Good on her. Like she knew it. And then she's like, here, do this for me so I can build up boundaries. And so, wow. And I think you're also overlooking something else that's very powerful about that story. That she just tossed herself in. Is that, no, that, you know, she had a job and she yeah. looked at her job and said, how can I use it, leverage yeah. this job to make me a better person? Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And, and I, I respect her so much for that. And think about it. How how much better was her job probably? Because she not only yeah. knew she was drawing a paycheck from, she was not only drawing a paycheck. Yeah. She, she's a counselor. So she's yeah. helping people. And she's but then beyond that, better. she's also improving herself as a person. And maybe. Maybe a lot of us out there would like our jobs a lot more right. if we approached it with the same philosophy of, okay, this is what I do at my job. How can I leverage this job yeah. to make my life better? Or or maybe when you're looking for a new job, think about a job that I want to be good at this. So what job could I get that's going to help me with those skills? Absolutely. Plus, it made her personal life better because now she's got some more boundaries within her personal life, within her her job within everything. So now she's got some better boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, good job. Good on you for for knowing that you needed to build up boundaries and using that because she just threw herself to the wolves and was just like, you know, she's got this guy who's just like, you got beautiful eyes, you know, and she's just like, no, no. Right. And the you guy, know? the guy's been convicted of rape. So on <laughs> top yeah. of that. So, so. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, she's, she's got all this going and then she's like, yeah, I got to build up boundaries here. Give me your worst cases. You know, it's just like, don't give me, like, give me your medium cases. Give me your hardest cases. I'm going to, I got to build up boundaries. Like, wow, you are, you're insane. I mean, and she's, she's a tough cookie, mm -hmm. but that was. That was insane of her to do. So I I give her credit, and so I was like, okay, I got to touch on that when when we when we come around to episodes because that was that was crazy. Because when she told me that, I was like, well, we talked about boundaries, but that was that's some really crazy stuff. Good on you. Okay, and then I also want to touch on the stigma against or around aging. We talked a lot about women in that episode. For some reason, I completely blanked out men. Mm -hmm. In that episode, and we happened to be watching a show either during or after that, that had some good men in it that we talked about that were that are really amazing as they got older. One of them being John Hamm. I oh, think, John Hamm is hilarious as an old guy. I think he is so much better as he got older. In the other one. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Yeah, I'm always like, it starts with a T. The other one is Ted Danson. Yes. But both of them, I think they, it's like they don't care about being like their looks. They're like, I'm just going to be funny as I got older. Well, and, and, and seriously, I think. Well, and they're still good looking. Yeah. And they're I they're think, just funny. I think Ted Danson is way funnier now than he ever was. Yeah. Like, like. like don't get me wrong, like I have no problem with Cheers, but Ted Danson was not right. somebody that lit up Cheers. But I think that and they were they were trying to be like, let's put him in the tight jeans mm -hmm. and make him the sex guy. And there's both Ted Danson and John Hamm are still very good looking now, but they're hilarious too. Right. And I like that. They're just they've hit the point where they're like, 
cool. I'm I'm just yeah. going to give it my all and not care. They're kind of where we're at now, where they're like, if I look good, cool. If I don't, whatever. I'm just going to give it my all and not care. And, and especially since it. like John Hamm, like I think everybody knows John Hamm from Mad Men. Yeah, and and he was a just- lot of the stuff I've seen him in now. Because now he's like the goofy guy. Yeah. Oh you know, my god. Like he's, when he like was in Good Omens, he his season two. Oh my god, god, that was his best performance Amazing I've and, ever seen him in. I think. And then, do you remember the show he was in? Where with, I, th- with, I think uh, with Daniel Harry, Radcliffe yes. or whatever. I was going to say that Harry was Potter the, for everybody. I know, I so who doesn't Harry know Potter. it's that name? But but he was hilarious in that. Yeah. And and uh, it's just like. As he's gotten older, it, it seems like he found his niche much better than than yeah. he did in his youth. Yeah. You know? And I think it's because they, when they were, these these two were younger, they're like, well, you guys are good looking, so this is what we're going to use and right I, now. I, you might, they, their abilities as actors may have been overshadowed by the fact that that they were good looking people. So they, you know, they were cast in roles to use them as a good looking person whereas whereas once you strip that away and and don't use them that way mm-hmm. you realize how talented they are as well right so yeah and i think that that's that's the problem is and you know it it is what it is it's almost it's almost like when you're good looking it's it's i don't want to say it's a shame but it's it's just like people look at you and they're like you're so cute you're so pretty you're so and then they they want to like use you for that and but then it's like you have to work twice as hard to to show like I'm more than that I'm more than a good face and and just as far as aging goes I I probably did say this in the first the first time we did the episode I apologize can't remember everything that was I said know. in every episode but um one of the thing I mean embrace aging man because I'm waiting but as of right now. I think getting older just keeps getting better and better. Well, it's Whereas, it's so true. Like I said, with with our friends that we go hiking with, we're we're having so much fun because they're in their forties, and and we're they talk about it because we asked them, and they said, "Yeah, this is this yeah. is the best." And and we have a friend too that's kind of in that group. His girlfriend is not forty yet, and she's like. I gotta hang out with you guys for my fortieth because I I don't know I'm nervous. Gotta figure out how to be a forty year old, and it and it does. I mean, other than the fact that your body starts to ache, my body's been aching, but life, yeah, it's getting worse. Life, life rules, man. It's it's so much fun, and and I think you, at least I have you drop a lot of the um the expectations that you have for yourself. Yeah. I think you stop trying to achieve something and just start enjoying life, mm-hmm. which in all honesty, I mean, I assume that that just comes with us growing up and stuff like that. But, I think so. I mean- But, but I w- wish it would have happened for me at, at 25, you know, that I realized yeah. that everything I thought I wanted or felt like I should have yeah. didn't really matter. Agreed. Agreed. You know? And that's that's what happened to me too. So So yeah, I, I think I think this is kind of the, the the right spot for me. And and I do think that part of what happened to us too was that we did this podcast. So we you and I figured out a lot of stuff. 
and I, I, that I, helped us. Yeah, I so, mean, it's so hard to say how much it helped and things like that, but you got to imagine that that getting up and talking, even it, I mean, we're just basically talking to each other with microphones in front of us, but but but, but still, forcing ourselves to even do that. Because probably the, Cause, a lot of these conversations that we have on these podcasts, most people never have because right. they're pretty heavy. We're working so, a lot of stuff out. And either way, I'm doing some research to to figure some stuff out. And would I have done this either way? Probably not. Would I have figured out what neurodivergent means? No. And if I'm being really honest, I was going to come to it. That was one of my favorite episodes because – that's partially where we're going to end up taking season three is where a life of, you know, I'm a, I'm a neurodivergent. And because it turns out that that's, that's kind of the term that I'm using to describe myself because I have multiple things. So then, you know, when I, now when I do something, I'm like, oh, that's my, you know, my bipolar, that's my, this is I'm like, I'm just neurodivergent, hmm. you know? And and it turns out like I like that because we're all different. We're neurodivergent. And it's it's better than saying, hey, we're we're this, we're this. And it's I like that. I really mm. like that. And that's why we took two episodes to figure this out. We'll probably touch on it again in, in season three because it is it is so different. And you know, I think you said that you came that you came across another book that we may or may not read depending on what it looks like and uh and yeah i think i think really that's i gotta remember where i found that book i wonder if i have it on my list <laughs> crap well i'll figure it out yeah but uh <laughs> i'm sure they'll if that if i can't find that book another one will come up yeah. because it, this is a, a very talked about subject so either way i think that was a, a really important two episode series that that we did and i think that's just going to become something that we that we continue to talk about and and would we have really we would have probably talked a little bit about that just you and I but we really we really dove into that because of this and so and I and I really like having the term I I think learning the term neurodivergent really changed everything for me because it really changes the way I, I looked at at um people with all, any sort of condition that we define as abnormal today because yeah. because it because is really it's not opened, abnormal right it's opened my eyes to the idea of that that like maybe there isn't anything wrong with that person maybe right. they're just different and maybe the problem is us because yep. we're not willing to accept them for who they are and learn how to embrace them and i think that that's going to become something I don't think that movement has gotten the traction. It's it hasn't gotten to the level where it's really got traction. But when it does, when it does, I think it's going to be gonna really great. There's going to be great. a lot of uproar and a lot of like changes that need to be made to our society mm-hmm. because because I mean this is literally no different than racism. Yeah, you are really, picking yeah, a person gonna, out for an abnormal personality trait and isolating them, and yeah, and you know, not giving them the same opportunities that everybody else does, which is a crying shame. That and, is true, and and that movement is going to gain ground. And yeah, it's it's probably going to be like something like we've been held down for for how long, and now there's going to be all of a sudden 
an uproar. Yeah. I mean, so it's going to be great when it does take take hold in, in many ways, but then, yeah, it is going to be an uproar. Too. It's going to so be it's, it's, it's going to be, be a turbulent time. There's there's going to be a lot of friction. Yeah, there is, and 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 understand when I say this to anybody that that maybe doesn't agree with me or thinks I'm full of crap, and it's like that's okay because like like I said, this is only something I've realized very recently, and I don't certainly don't expect everybody to agree with it. Right, but I do think that there is something there where where you know. We need to stop treating these people like they have some sort of malfunction because they mm-hmm. don't. Right, because so many people can do so many so many good things with what they have. There's just a flaw in in other whether you want to call it a flaw, but there's there's other things. But again, other people that you want to call normal, maybe they have they have things that they can't do either. Yeah, and just so. just remember when you see somebody that uh, may may seem to do something odd to you or seem to be maybe slower, that they excel in things that you are terrible at, mm-hmm. and you just don't realize it. And you make the defense to me on why, just because something you realize is different about them, they might struggle with some basic thing that you're used to normal, like everybody being able to do without a problem. But then they excel at three other things that, and just blow everybody else out of the water. You tell me how that person has a mental deficiency. That doesn't make sense to me, you know? And, and, and to call them like to have a disorder, what an inappropriate term. I think part of the reason they say disorder though, is so that they can, um, so they can charge it, which is silly. So, but anyways, yeah, I've down that rabbit hole. I was going to say we don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but uh, but but to kind of wrap things up, I just this season I feel like again, like last season, I have grown leaps and bounds. Like whether whether it's been because of this podcast, whether it's because because I've aged another year i've been i've become more confident i have figured more things out about myself i am actually starting to to uh to be more calm it's it's weird it's but but yeah i'm more comfortable with myself i'm i'm kind of figuring out who i am a little bit more because i'm kind of have to do that but yeah, it's it's a it's an in, it's been an interesting season, and I, I think we'll we'll do a little bit more about that next season. But but yeah, do you have anything that you want to talk about that kind of reflecting on the season that maybe have you grown? And well, one of my biggest questions was going to be how much you've grown because I remember how dramatically you grew in the first season of this. Like I was blown away. Yeah, I grew. I think I grew hugely because. I think I have grown I think I have grown leaps and bounds because I figured out obviously like I said that I was depressed and then we figured out that I am neurodivergent in multiple different ways. So then I'm figuring out okay so was this my personality was I just putting on a face in how many different situations so then I'm like okay so what is actually part of my personality what is me putting on a face so now I'm figuring out 
where where is my personality? And that's actually been a little bit more fun than I thought because I'm just like, I'm just going to be me in this situation and, mm-hmm. you know, see see where it takes me. And it's actually been a lot more fun than I've expected. And um, and yeah, so I've actually been growing a lot more because I've just been being me in a lot more situations. So that's that's been uh that's been fun. I've I've actually grown hugely because I've been figuring out where I'm at. So yeah, I would say I'm a little bit more of a different person than than at the beginning of the season, even. Yeah, and I would I would say the same thing about myself. It's hard for me to really peg though, you know, what changes come from this and because I've right. got like like what comes from aging and what comes from what our What comes from aging, what comes from our, from our podcast, what comes from the five other podcasts I do, <laughs> yeah. what comes from the twenty five other podcasts I listen to, what comes from the exactly. fifteen, twenty books that I'll read in the next twelve right. months. Right. Because you know. we're we're growing you know, we do we do all sorts of things to make ourselves grow. Yeah. And just you and I have conversations each morning, each night. night. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, believe it or not, which is something that we should probably do is just uh to record some of those conversations to, to yeah, possibly and, use in episodes like this because I do think a lot of the good stuff that we and, talk about and actually stems I, from those conversations. And actually I do think that might be something that we'll do in, yeah. in season three a little bit. If anything, we'll just record the conversations, listen to them, mm-hmm. and create episodes based around the conversation and, and things like that. Because, because yeah, I think I, I, there's so many factors that go into it, so I don't know where my growth comes from. But yeah, I feel like at this point in time, I've just turned myself into a huge sponge, mm-hmm. and I'm just getting things signals from everywhere. Right. And it's really – and what comes out is the new me. Right. And I have no idea where – where what came from yeah <laughs> so to speak oh, wait, you know what i mean exactly so, exactly so yeah right i think we're both the same the same way but that's that's a good thing at no least, i think that's at least amazing we're, we're absorbing it and we're growing and we're we're aware of it because some people just just talk and it all bounces off and 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 the biggest thing i would say is is that if what we just talked about being a sponge and just soaking up everything around you if you don't feel like you're doing that Give it a try once because it rules, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, it's a positive, positive thing. Right. And and you're going to learn so much about yourself. You're going to learn so much about other people. You're going to learn so much about life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just going to – it's going to change your perspective mm-hmm. on the world. <laughs> right. So – I think the biggest thing about you and I is that we really, really like to have deep conversations and go deep in whatever – and we don't like to to do surface level conversations. We don't like it when people are just like, oh, how's the weather? How's this? How's so I think that when we, you know, listen to a podcast, read a book, have a conversation, we will absorb a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, there's days where we just don't. But but I think that's why we will just absorb a lot. So so I think that's why we we will tend to to grow and because we we like to uh to grow or we like to to absorb and explore yes yeah yep so so it's going to be a little bit before season three because we're going to be working on on uh changing and all that and of course we got a trip in there but yeah 
But yeah, so season three will be coming out on December 14th. So, okay. so Eric's like, okay, so we got, we got a little bit of time to plan. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I'm just really shocked that she already had a date and everything planned out. So, okay, well, now we got some work to do, man. So oh, p- Please, I'm not that unorganized. My <laughs> goodness. Well, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. So after this, I have to record a podcast and, and I have nothing organized for it. It's just, I just plug my computer in and I start talking. So, so I mean, <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty good. Try to use your ma- imagination to think if you want to ever listen to that podcast. Could be a good thing for you. Could be a bad thing. So, well, I mean, he at least plans the episodes. I have, I see his notes here, a stack of notes. Oh no, I'm talking about my 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 podcast. This is my my. <gasps> oh, soul your your book selling podcast. Podcasts. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are well structured. The other podcasts are well structured out, but. Yeah. So, so yeah, like I said, season three will be out on December 14th. I'm pretty excited about that. We already, I actually even have some episodes already uh, in the work, well, slightly in the works for that. I'm actually just super excited about season three already. So, you know, get this one listened to and just start planning for it, guys. So hopefully there'll be a lot more. I mean, I, the the thing I would describe is I, I think you'll see here a lot more of, I guess, our version of life hacks, just yeah. things that make our life better and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, that's actually going to be one of the episodes I do have, so, life hacks. So. So, so yeah, there'll be a lot to come, hopefully. But if you are looking for a podcast to listen to in the meantime, we have another podcast out there. You can actually find it on our website, stigmasandopenwounds.com. And our other podcast is SAOW Book Sounds Book Reviews. And that's where we talk about our favorite books that we have just read. I tend to listen, I tend to, I tend to read books that are mostly uh, nonfiction, romance. I call uh, it rom-coms. She, she, she reads fiction, not nonfiction. God damn it, I did it again. She always says nonfiction. I I think deep down she wants to read nonfiction, but she can't I bring can't herself to it. Because I want to escape in a fantasy. So yeah, I, I call my books rom-coms because that's kind of what they seem like, wouldn't you say, Eric? I would call them romance novels that are written by good authors. <laughs> I so, like that. So... They are very much romance novels, but they're actually good. They're not like steamy. And they're not like, like the Harlequin romance novels where I, it he sounds ripped like, her bodice <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and then Eric reads nonfiction, and they're like some pretty boring stuff. Uh, so. Actually, the the reviews always make them sound really good, where I almost want to read them, but they're like. Some of them are businessy. Some of them are about um, finance, and some of them are even about some really cool stuff. About what was that really cool one that I wanted to read about the the people who are irrational, yeah. about irrational people. That one I that, actually really want to read. That's actually a big push. Like like 
I'm pushing myself to more like happiness books, yeah, rationality books and stuff, just trying to understand why people do the things they do because I find that very fascinating because I don't understand why people do some of the things they do. So I don't know if you'll ever it. figure that one out, man. So, well, and and that's why there's experts out there writing tons and tons of books about this because nobody really knows. Mm-hmm. But but it just sheds a little more light on the way the human brain works. So, I find it I try to not be an angry person, so I try not to get angry at people for the things they do. I simply try to understand why they do the things that a good I idea. think that might anger me. So I like that. It's a good idea. Yeah. But in the meantime, also, if you would like to email us, we have an email at stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com, and we also have Instagram and Facebook. And if people have ideas for things they want to hear us talk That's about, totally you know, what I was gonna say. send yeah. them our way because we're willing to talk about anything. Yeah. Well, within reason. Yep. So <laughs> we do. Say. We do have a. We do have a clause in the anything terms that if it's just something that we just find vile and disgusting or inappropriate, we're not going to talk about it. So. Yeah. So. So. But in a couple weeks, December fourteenth, be on the lookout. Season three is coming your way, and we'll see you guys later. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>